Welcome to Honestly Haunted. to Honestly Haunted. We're your hosts, Erin Grogan and Abby Chowning. This week, the cryptic chaos continues as we venture into Africa to explore the many alleged cryptids that reside in the mysterious corners of the mother continent. One of the most infamous cryptids can allegedly be found in the country of the Democratic Republic of the Congo. And unfortunately for us, it's a spider and not just any spider. <laughs> the Congolese giant spider, because it needed to be giant, it, needed, it had to be. Or giant. locally known as Jaba Fofi, is said to be one of two things: an ancient surviving species of the Arachnida family, or an evolved species of the king baboon spider, which is currently believed to be the largest breed of spiders that have ever lived. And king baboon spiders can have a leg span of eight inches. Let's just think about that for a second. Yeah, no, let's not, actually. Um, <laughs> uh, just Okay, we gotta get our, like, just spiders out of the way in general. Um, so, like, talking about it brings me no satisfaction whatsoever. In fact, researching for this article, I basically, like, whenever I would enter something into Google, I would put my hands up over the screen just in case there was a picture that popped up. I was like, no, 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 no. I just want the words. Just tell me. But, like, each leg, eight inches. No, I hate okay. it so much. I hate I, it absolutely. I spiders are the worst they are the worst I, they're what was it you or was it my husband that kept trying to show me the cute spider video i think so there's like the cute little no, jumping spiders i could handle those because they, 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 they not do even cute. that i don't care that people say it's cute it's not it's not they cute. do little animations with nope. like symbols and wrapping gifts and stuff like that i think they're nope. called anyway so i, I can handle that because they're animated but even then it's not great and i'm like i've always been like one of those people like I'm so scared of spiders. Like, I can't even get close enough one to kill it. Yeah. Oh, I'm terrified of that. I can't. And it's one of those things, like, <laughs> people will say, like, spiders are so good for the ecosystem. Like, they keep bug populations down. They're it's like, I don't care. <laughs> and, yeah, no. again, like, like I said. It's like, they're fine. Like, they can live their life and, like, do yeah. what they need to for the the ecosystem and all of that as long as I never have to see them yeah I would much rather when I send my husband inevitably in to kill the spider or not kill to get the spider like I was like don't don't kill it like just get it and put it outside like (laughs) killing it even freaks me out for some reason because it's like you touched it did you ever hear Will's story I don't think so Will's our good friend from grad school yeah so our friend from grad school he is um if you if you knew him like you would think he's like a pretty tough guy. He's like like he's a big, big he's burly, bearded. Yeah. He once <laughs> he once found a spider in his bathroom when he had to go to the bathroom so bad. And then he closed the door, drove down to the gas station <sighs> to use the bathroom and waited for his wife to come home to kill the spider. <laughs> That's a good one. 
<laughs> I'm Which, sure. to be fair, his wife is also pretty like bad a yeah so... pretty, pretty cool i'm sure he loves that we just told our listeners that story but he'll get over it he'll be fine <laughs> if he didn't want people to know he yeah. shouldn't have told us he shouldn't have told us <laughs> specifically specifically so but with all that being said if you think an eight inch spider's legs are bad wait until you find out how big the Jabba Fofi can be. No. <laughs> Each of their horrible legs can reach up to three to five feet in length. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. And this was at the point where I was like, I can't Google anything else. I just can't. I, I, I can't. check out. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am strung out. My hair has gone white. I'm done. <laughs> but from the research that we have done on this creature and the way the locals talk about it, it almost seems like they accept the fact that this cryptid is actually very real, which makes it so much worse. It's so much worse. It's one thing if we're talking about like an arbitrary critter, but like when the locals are like, oh yeah, we've seen them. You're like, darn it. Yeah. We don't, we don't swear on this podcast, but shoot. (laughs) Shoot. Heck. Heck. There are extensive reports on not only its feeding and predatory behavior, but descriptions on its physical attributes as well, which again, just just terrible. Why? But (laughs) it said that the Java Fofi, and again, we apologize if we're saying this wrong, but spelled J apostrophe B-A, like space, F-O-F-I, so do with that information what you will but it's said that they will dig tunnels under the massive trees nestled in the dense jungles of the congo and they camouflage the openings of the tunnels with piles of leaves and branches and they weave giant yet invisible web systems throughout the tree line surrounding their tunnels they basically set up a network of trip wires that notify them when a victim falls into their web so they're smart too they're smart of course they are um, but this behavior is similar to that of the trapdoor spider that lives throughout North America and Europe, which I didn't know about. And like, now it's like new fear. Now I don't want to know about it. Again, this trapdoor spiders are a lot smaller, but the fact that like it exhibits behavior of creatures We're, that currently exist. I'm like, that Serial killer spider. <laughs> it is. So natives claim that the Java Fofi's eggs are pale yellow white and are shaped like giant football sized peanuts which is really specific so specific so it means like that they've been seen like they're like oh yeah that's i don't know why i just gave them a north south dakota accent i've been i I have been in south dakota for three months and i already sound like this (laughs) that's a job of fofi egg if i tell you (laughs) oh yeah south dakota oh south dakota you talk about spiders anyway but the hatchlings are said to be bright yellow with purple abdomens and underbellies. Again, so specific. And their coloring just gets darker and turns brown as they get older. And the older they are, it's said that the more poisonous their venom becomes. Indigenous peoples from the region, they've claimed that these spiders were once very common and could frequently be seen throughout the jungles surrounding their villages. The very first sighting of the Jabba Fofi by a Western observer was in the 1890s near Lake Nyasa, 
a British missionary named Arthur John Sims and his men came upon one of these giant creatures. One of his associates had written a detailed log of their journey, and he shared that many of the men had gotten themselves tangled in an enormous web, and two giant spiders, which were two and four feet in length, came out of their web and attacked them. Sims was bitten, but managed to escape after shooting one of them with his pistol. He subsequently developed horrible symptoms like severe chills, swelling around the area where he was bitten, and eventually became delirious before dropping into unconsciousness. He ultimately succumbed to these effects and died. The fullest account of the creature by Westerners appeared in a cryptozoological book written by George Eberhardt. On page 204, Eberhardt relates the terrifying experience of an English couple traveling through a region of the jungle in what is now called the Congo. He writes, R.K. Lloyd and his wife were motoring in the Belgian Congo in 1938 when they saw a large object crossing the trail in front of them. At first, they thought it was a lion or even a large monkey, but they soon realized it was a spider with legs nearly three feet. This, this is the stuff that's supposed to stay in the world of Harry Potter. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, I don't feel I don't feel sympathy for Aragog whatsoever. But I love Hagrid, and I'm sorry that he was sad about it. The pinches. For anybody who can't see us, we were just doing the little pincher part of the film. So in March 2013, a video surfaced on YouTube of an alleged Jabba Fofi caught on a night vision camera near a waterhole next to a tree in Mozambique. The creature appears out of the darkness for a brief moment, and it scurries into the darkness on the far right of the screen. Another cryptozoologist named William J. Gibbons, who had spent a lifetime hunting for proof of many of Africa's well-known cryptids, shared in his journal about his third expedition to Africa, when he was actually searching for another cryptid called the Mokale Mimbe, Mimimbe, which we might have to cover in another episode in this series, but he stumbled upon a local tribe who began to warn him of another creature that could lurk nearby. But Gibbons wrote this about his trip. On this third expedition to equatorial Africa, I took the opportunity to inquire if the tribes knew of such a giant spider, and indeed they did. They speak of the Jabba Fofi, which is a giant or great spider. They described a spider that is generally brown in color with a purple mark on the abdomen. They grow to quite an enormous size with a leg span of at least five feet. The giant arachnids weave together a layer made of leaves similar in shape to a traditional tribal hut, but spin a circular web said to be very strong between trees with a strand stretched across a game trail. These giant ground-dwelling spiders prey on the diminutive forest antelope, birds, and other small game and are said to be extremely dangerous, not to mention highly venomous. The tribes give them a wide berth when encountered, but have killed them in the past. The giant spiders were once very common to see, but are now a rare sight. But given the fact that the Congo boasts over 500 million acres of some of the oldest, most dense carbon-capturing rainforests on Earth, and is the world's second largest rainforest biome, fed by the world's second largest river, 
Who is to say that a giant spider couldn't only live but thrive in such an environment and go undetected for a couple of decades here and there? Legends about missing explorers and tourist groups in the Congo are common lore for tour guides and natives alike. Tales of finding human and large animal remains, like from gorillas and jaguars and large tangled webs littering the most remote and dark places of the jungle, are the stuff of nightmares. And it goes to show that if actual spiders can be the stuff of nightmares, what creatures could possibly exist without our knowledge of them at all? Which... I hate so, like, so this much. This whole episode, my like the hair on the back of my neck has been starting I just feel like itchy itchy yeah Yeah. spiders trigger my fight or flight response and it's always flight yes (laughs) i have no Uh, fight so uh, like if a five foot spider came at me i would just like not just five foot like each leg is five feet i would die. like i i would just my soul would leave my body yes it would yeah same I hate it so, so much. So, so much. So this is like one of those weird ones because it's like, oh, I feel like we, like last week with the Euroa Beast, we have like some combinations of like, of, of reptile, dinosaur, mixing with maybe like some sort of mammal hybrid, right? Or, um. And this is just straight up spider. But this is a spider. This is a big bug. Yeah. Like, they're not like, oh, it's descendant from, like, a, a possibly extinct creature. And it's like, no, spiders have just been around. And it might have actually just been here the whole time, which is, like... And they talk about, like, Africa, and I, I get it, I don't know the science behind it, but they talk about, like, areas that are really, like, oxygen-rich being pinnacle places for, like, extra-large animals to grow but it kind of makes sense because they talk about during the ice age why most of the mammals were so big they're talking about like the increase in oxygen levels on the planet at the time and so it it would make sense to me if that's like the case that more yeah i feel like it's super believable to me that like there could be ridiculously large versions of animals or bugs or things that like we already know exist but like even larger ones exist in a place like a dense rainforest or something like that. Yeah. I ac- I absolutely believe that. Um, yeah. I don't want to like, think about it. It's hard. To, yeah. But like, I think of like anacondas. Where do they live? You don't get none unless you got buns, hon. <laughs> That's true. You don't get none. <laughs> or the anaconda don't want none. That's true. Unless you've got the buns, hon. But we digress. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just think about the the logistics of something that large being able to just like live its best life in the creepy corners of dense forests and that we would never know about them but the fact that like locals are like yeah no yeah Yeah, we get giant we get giant spiders yeah and they're just like kind of cool about it i don't know how that makes me feel one thing i'll say is like i am surprised there aren't more like scientists who study spiders who have like tried to do more to find out about them you know yeah you would think i am not i would never go and try and find out more but there are some crazy people into spiders yeah like when we were doing like research for this episode i was like i was i was honestly i was just too nervous to like click too far but i like wanted to go to youtube to see if i could find so so several articles talk about this infamous 2013 footage of someone who thought that they caught 
one of these spiders on camera and i looked and looked and looked and i couldn't find the original so i don't know if it got taken down or if it's snubbed somewhere i don't know but like there's so many videos of just like either amateur or professional arachnid enthusiasts sharing about stuff online i was like i can't i know like we we need to do like our due diligence on this episode but like I just physically can't in our in our line of, of work with this podcast, right? We talk about the full scope of topics of horror, things that yeah. are scary or unsettling. But like, I think this is like the first time that we, you and I are talking about something that we legitimately fear. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, it's, and it's not, it's, some people would say it's an, un, it's an unreasonable fear. Sure. Right. Sure. Like there's some things that we talk about, like, oh, like it's getting phobia-esque like phobia. I, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. say we have like i mean i don't think we'd be able to do this episode if either one of us had like a full-on phobia true but um but like i think it's closer to that type of fear mm. than than like just other things that scare us which like it might scare us for a moment but we get past or something like that it's just like honestly just everything like i'm literally still itching like yeah. i am itching my leg i am like it's Ugh, well, it's like, the response it's the adrenaline response that you get when you talk about something scary or uncomfortable or something that makes you nervous it's yeah just something so creepy yeah. about spiders me and honestly i don't i don't like bugs in general like bugs in general i think are gross and so like, <laughs> the spider in particular it's like it's got way too many legs way too many eyes they can be poisonous and dangerous yeah. and like i just mm-mm. I think especially Some like can jump. Yeah, they can. Yeah. Hate which it. is a lot. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw a video. Luckily she didn't like show any of the video, otherwise I wouldn't have kept watching. But apparently it's uh I guess what what season would it technically be in Australia right now? Like they're flipped with us. Well, like with we, our winter. We just started spring. I guess they're kind of in fall. Fall. Yeah. But I guess they talk about like that that transition is like the season of spiders in Australia and like how bad it is. And she was talking about like any given time in my house. She's like, there's going to be a huntsman spider somewhere, somewhere in my house. There's going to be a huntsman spider. And like, I was like, I don't want to know what a huntsman spider looks like. <laughs> I don't know. But it, it just, the knowledge of like thinking one is in my house gives me a lot of anxiety and it like ruins my day. Like if I yeah. find one in the house. So, but I don't know, like, what would you think? Like, that's a, you brought up an interesting topic. Like, what do you think the difference is between something that's a phobia and something that's frightening? Like, obviously, I, I mean, there's an extreme, there's levels involved. Yeah. But we've not really talked about that before. I think, like, a full on phobia elicits a response that is uncontrollable. And, like, I yeah. do think our responses to spiders to an extent are uncontrollable. But, like, for example, if Nora was about to grab a spider, you'd probably be able to grab her away, right? Like, probably. You'd be able to get yourself closer to it to, yeah. to like, get her to stop or something like yeah my toddler went to go touch a spider i'd be like what you yeah like you would you would interfere and yeah. i feel like a phobia brings you to that next level where like you physically couldn't like your body would shut down and not allow you to yeah so like it would induce a panic attack where like you like and it could be different for everyone but like right. it might be something where you're like frozen mm-hmm. or you just immediately start shaking or like mm-hmm. you just breakdown you know like something that is so unbelievably uncontrollable no matter what the situation or stakes are yeah yeah i think of the scene from um the eddie murphy version of the haunted mansion 
Yeah. You know talk about. So his son is like petrified of spiders, and Eddie Murphy oh, and his God. daughter go down into the crypt to find the key that they need to for um Madame Leona. Is she the yeah. She's the, they go down there, but like they get trapped in there, and the son is like he. They're like, you let us out, let us out. We're locked in, and like tarantulas flood oh. the door, and he like. Like, he knows that his dad and sister are probably going to get eaten by zombies if he doesn't open the door. But he, like, hesitates for a really long yeah. time until, of course, like, the last possible second. And then he finally reaches through all the spiders and opens the door and gets it. And yeah. it's like, so it's like, if you had a loved one whose life was at stake or you just didn't want them to touch it like a toddler, um, I feel like I would have the ability to, to do it. But it's like, there, there's a, it's a difference between, like, a door yeah. covered in tarantulas and, like, a tiny spider on the sidewalk the stakes are different <laughs> so i don't know how i would respond yeah in that situation but i don't know like i mean i wonder there's pretty much like a phobia for everything right like mm-hmm. someone if it's documented it means someone somewhere likely had it but i don't know i wonder about like people who have phobias of ghosts like or of like zombies or the undead or vampire you know and it's like it's yeah. such a severe fear uh for for them that they almost can't cope with yeah. the thought of it. I feel like those are so hard. Like, I don't know what good examples of that would be, but like ones that I think make it a little bit clearer to me are like people who have, is it agoraphobia going outside? Is mm-hmm. that it? Um, or is or it outside or like public places? It's It, it depends. It can okay. depend on severity. So there's like people who can't leave their house. So like haven't left their house in years. Right. And like literally can't. And then there are people who just like, can't go out much or like and it depends and like that is something that for most of us like that would be a huge hindrance to life and like we would we would be like we can't we can't do that like we can't not ever leave our house yeah and and but for some people there's it stopped like the the fear literally stops them and they Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what they're giving up or what it means or anything like that because of of the the phobia yeah it it it, it's it's comes to the point of it's it's an unreasonable fear but it's weird to me though like so this this spider a lot of times when we are dealing with cryptids sometimes we get like behavior that's not how something that exists in the natural world currently exists like it's almost yeah. like it it f- flows in between the more paranormal or paranormal you know with, with some kind of like animal behaviors yeah. that kind of like are sort of reminiscent of that behavior model but like this time we have like a freakishly giant creature but it actually behaves like, like a, a spider, spider. Um, so it seems to kind of live in this dimension of t- of of, of yeah. existence, and the fact that like people have seen it, and they're not living in like horrific fear of of it. They're right. like, it's big. We probably have killed some of the eggs if we come across it, but like we just don't see them much anymore. But like the fact that there's not like a big like pitchfork movement to like go knock out all the spiders in the Congo. Yeah. Makes me think like it's just a creature kind of living its life. So whether we like it or not. Does that bring us to our, <laughs> our verdict? I think so. Honestly, cryptid. Cryptid? Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at too. Like I I feel like my answer to this is because of what you just said. Like I feel like it is probably just like a real creature and so like yeah. with cryptids i mean 
I feel like this is probably one that's at some point could potentially become not a cryptid because it might become scientifically possible or something. I don't know what the, that would be. Yeah. I do feel like it's real. And like, because we don't have proof proof of it, I think it falls into the, the cryptid land right now. Right. Yeah. And, and I think because there's not been a huge kind of like dedication to for for scientists in that field to like find it and yeah. identify it and seek it out like there's still some mystery it's involved a mystery around yeah it. there's still yeah. something like you would have would have thought I'm, the the term is ex- escaping me but whoever a, a person who studies arachnids arachnidologist i don't know if they yeah, have their own I, I don't know do they have their own ologist title and if they do i'm sorry that i don't know it no disrespect to your vocation um but i'm scared of what you do um i don't understand you also you know there's not been a huge push at least that we know of 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 these people trying to find them identify you know dead ones you know to bring them back for science i don't know so the fact that there's still like kind of some mystery shrouded in them makes me want to say it's actually still classifies as a cryptid yeah i agree and uh with that maybe we should never ever think about this again uh we're gonna go we're gonna go put our fingers in our ears and go la 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 (laughs) until we don't think about such things ever again and um to those of you who uh, agree with us in our stance on spiders we're really sorry for this week's episode yeah, we apologize profusely those but, of you who like spiders we also apologize because yeah. like we probably offended you somehow that yeah. like, you might be interested in but like terrified us, terrified us. and that's such a so weird thing everyone, we're sorry <laughs> sorry yeah with us this episode's not gonna sit well with, with, if, if everybody's like 50 50 on one side we, we offended everybody in this but but i feel like talking with somebody about their fear of spider like for somebody who's afraid of spiders like petrified of spiders my husband is scared of snakes like he can like face it i don't mind i like snakes i think snakes are cool like we had a oh. class snake in eighth grade and I would like hold it in my hand and it would like you could put it on your neck and he would like me and my husband we have said like our future children no reptile pets no bug pets none of that well I'm I'm okay like I mean I'm not saying I wouldn't want as a pet necessarily I wouldn't know the first like thing to do to take care of it but I'm not scared of snakes but we have an agreement that like any snakes that come up I got it any spiders that come up He's got it. So at least for those two things. But it's interesting talking to somebody who's not afraid of what you're afraid of. Because they're like, oh, it doesn't bother me that much. And you're like, how? Oh. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> well, we're going to... Um, we are going to wash our brains of thoughts of spiders. Yeah. That's what we're going to go do. We're going to go wash our brains of thoughts of spiders and think of better things. <laughs> Less scary things. But we'll be back next week with something with fewer legs. I hope. (laughs) But we'll be back with more Honestly Haunted. Thank you, as always, for listening to Honestly Haunted. Please follow us on social media at Honestly Haunted and consider becoming a Patreon supporter to help us continue to grow. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. We'll be back with more Honestly Haunted. Little Monster.